Konnichiwa minasan, anime news and reviews, Yoko so desu. Watashi wa speedy son desu. Stop it. Watashi to isho ni wa koten san to breku san desu. Domo! Moshimash! That's only when I answer a phone, but whatever. No, I just felt like doing that. I feel like that would be fun. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> this is Anime News and Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Speedy, and of course, with me is Colton and Blake. Hey, how do you do? I just felt like doing a fun Japanese thing. I thought it would be cool. fun. Anyway, really cool, actually. thank you. I appreciate it. Did you record that? Yeah. You freaking just flexing on all the viewers. <laughs> I need to work on it. It's I okay. I only have year, like. But that is like that is your like is major. Yeah. Is that your major? I have a year left. About. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say like I feel like you should be getting practicing everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, today's news episode. Uh, last time news. we finished up our Neon Genesis Evangelion four movie series. Uh episode it did the fourth movie 3.0 plus 1.0 um so go listen to that if you haven't yet uh like you said this week is news so uh we got some news for you in the anime world um and of course you can find our podcast anywhere spotify google podcast on podcast verbal anywhere you can find a podcast just search anime news and reviews we'll be there all of our episodes I think this episode we're doing now is episode 21. Woo! We've had to skip Boys. some weeks here and there, but... Yeah, we're, just, we're if you're good at math, don't 25. worry about it. Yeah. But just, just if you're like it. me and suck at math, uh, 21 episodes, let's go, boys. That's like 21 weeks. It's almost Correct. a whole year. That's not. There are 52 weeks in a year. I said that's almost a whole that's year. That's not even half. Yeah, it is. 26 is half. Shh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with this uh, news stuff, stuffs, which is exciting because Jump Festa was this last weekend in Japan, so there'll be some stuff there. It'd be so cool to freaking go see that. True. Or go attend that. It would be. Uh, first up is Colton. Colton, what you got? Hello? Don't um, do that. Don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> I was just saying, dude, I was watching TikTok earlier, and like... It was just this girl standing next to her car, and he's like, hey, what kind of car are you driving? She said, me? Me? He said, yeah, you. She said, me? A Subaru? And I was like, I quit. Oh, uh, yes, the Subaru. Subaru? Classic. <laughs> anyway, so, um, over in Colton's Corner today, we have a new Crunchyroll beta. Um, basically, all that is is like a new interface. Um, they changed like, uh, like redesign the browse and the watch pages. Um, you can search. This is some new search capabilities. So I'm not too sure what they're talking about there. Um, and then it says there's a new feature called Crunchy Lists. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Um, all I know is that like when I go on my Crunchyroll and like for instance right now, I'm watching One Piece. Um, and when I finish a arc or finish an arc on One Piece. Um, so like the last one I just finished was Alabasta. Um, I have to go back into that scroll through all the freaking um, uh, episodes all the way over to, I think, I can't remember what the new Arkham on is. Um, Sky Island or something like that. 
Anyway. Skypea. Skypea. Um, I've been there for a day. I've watched, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so, like, I have to go through and, like, click, click, click. So I'm hoping that maybe, like, they'll fix something with that. Because every time I freaking, I dread switching arcs because I have to, like, go back and go through this whole thing. And then sometimes on Crunchyroll, it just, like, doesn't load the first time you play. Um, so I'm hoping that the, like, the new interface and everything will fix a lot of that. Um, and then something that I literally just looked up and learned because my Xbox is on its home screen. Um, I pay for Game Pass Ultimate, which is, like, with it is, like, included, like, Xbox Live. You get, um, access to the Game Pass, which means, like, I mean, I'm talking, the Xbox Game Pass is, like, one of the best things in the gaming community because there's literally over a hundred games you can like at your fingertips for excuse me for um i think with the xbox game pass ultimate since it includes the um xbox live like gold or whatever um it's like 15 bucks uh a month for a game pass ultimate and like you like it's got halo infinite it's got forza horizon 5 um, big name games, like, and all you have to do is download them. So um, now, Crunchyroll Premium is included with that. So if you were, you know, on the edge of wanting to get Game Pass Ultimate and you didn't really know that it's got a, Ultimate's got some pretty cool perks, um, and you can donate like points and stuff. Like I just donated all my points um, to like like a UNICEF did some kind of thing where you can donate your like points you earn and like for hitting achievements and all sorts of stuff. So it's really cool. Um, I think that Game Pass for Xbox is a very well thought out thing, and now they're adding Crunchyroll to it, and I think it's pretty lit, boy. But, um, yeah, dude. So I'm excited for a new Crunchyroll because I think that's something I need. Um, so I think it would be cool to. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. So with the crunchy list, you can like create collections. So like with me, I probably have like freaking a thousand anime on my one list. Um, with this, it looks like you can like change them via like what you want. So I'll probably have mine set up like sports anime, um, like my freaking gory, bloody anime, stuff like that. So I think that'll be pretty, pretty dope. Um, yeah, having like a cool place, like quick access to that. All those different anime is just gonna make it easier to find. Um, and it'll give me like not me, just me, but it'll give it'll give you more access to like more anime. Um, it's not just gonna have to go through one list searching for the last time you watched something or wherever the anime may be on your list through however many anime you have saved on there. Um, so I know finding One Piece for me was rough. But now that I'm watching it currently, it just stays, um, stays on my front list or right up front. And then I'm still so glad you started One Piece, dude. It's literally like, dude, listen, this is how like, and this is gonna be crazy for you because you know how much I love um, Jujutsu Kaisen. I didn't even know they dropped a trailer because I'm so invested in what (laughs) Luffy and the Straw Hats are doing, bro. Like. I don't care. About, I have no idea what's going on outside of like what Luffy, Nami, and everybody's doing. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy, That's crazy, crazy. Oh, they will like um, have like, like a focus on the Straw Hats, and then after the arc, there'll be like a big old info dump of what's going on in the world. 
Yeah, it's like, like I, 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 I seriously like, like all my news feed is filled with One Piece. Like it's just nuts, and yeah, so I, I've really just it's got me it's enthralled and wrapped in it. Um, but moving forward, um, new Crunchyroll, cool, cool. Uh, moving forward from that, some sad news. Um, the Japanese voice actor from Aoni Productions, uh, Juji Yananami, passed away on December 3rd. Um, he was the Japanese voice actor for King Kai, Dr. Briefs, Bobbity, and he was also the narrator in the Dragon Ball franchise. Um, so may he rest in peace. Um, may his family have some closure. Uh, but that's kind of, it's kind of sucks because I, wa- I mean, I watched a lot of the English dub as a child, but um, going back as I, I'm going to say like a couple years ago, um, I did watch it in Japanese and that kind of sucks that um, he's no longer with us, especially King Kai, dude. I love King Kai. He's one of my favorite characters. It's fair. So um, may he rest in peace and may his family get all the love and support that they need um so moving forward from that speedy and i um have a rivalry we have to finish on demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba um hino what's the game called hinokami chronicles hinokami chronicles bet um so you know as soon as i get a pc and whatever we'll get to that but they just added some free DLC, and I love me some free DC, DLC. Um, they added Yushiro and Tamayo, um, the two demons um, in that... What city is that? Oh boy, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. Anyway, the demon that literally can... That literally like cuts her skin open and like lets the scent fly, and then homeboy uh, Yushiro. Uh, and then Enmu, the... Freaking crazy boy from the train. Um, they are all free DLC characters. So um, if you play Hinokami Chronicles, you can slide on over there, um, get that free DLC, and you know what I'm saying? Drop some bodies with Mr. Yushiro, because that's probably. I don't know, I bet. Inimu, in, how do you say his name? Enmu? 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 I bet he's pretty, pretty strong on there. But, uh,. Yeah, so I think that that's pretty cool. Um, Yushiro is pretty dope. I like him, except when he kind of got his. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and then lastly, what I have, um, I know you guys aren't too big into sports anime, uh, but Kuroko's Basketball has is like one of my, like not my favorite, but like it's in top ten for sure. Um, it's a really good anime, really good plot, um, but like. The animation is just super dope, and the way he was able to capture like the hype of anime in basketball, like nuts. Um, so he is actually doing a one-shot manga. What was that? We did a one-shot. Who um, did a one-shot recently with the witches? Wasn't that Bleach's anime team? The, they did like a one. They did that, and it was like a really short series called like yeah. Burn the Witch or oh, something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Burn the, Burn the Witch. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. Um, so, but this is a manga, however, so it's in an academy comedy action. So like, 
um, academy, obviously, like, school-type area. But I don't really see, you know, I think that's the wave right now. Um, but key... All right, Speedy, I'm going to need your help here, Poppy. All right. Okay. All right, you ready for the spelling? It is K-I-R-U-A-O-H-A-R-U. <laughs> Ki Ki it's Kiro Oharu. Kiro Oharu. Yeah, and it'll be a third or a fifty-one page manga, um, but it will have a opening cover page, which is pretty dope. I love just seeing color. Um, sometimes I think about coloring in my manga, but it'd just be bad. So, uh, but look forward to that. It is going to be. I'm not even sure when they're dropping it. Um, this is early 2022, so um, I mean, I'm not gonna butcher this poor man's name or the poor this poor man's hard work and what he wanted to name his manga. But um, look forward for that, and uh, especially if he made Kuro's basketball like son, it'll be pretty cool. Um, if he was able to capture basketball and make it as lit as he did. Um, I'm sure he's going to be able to do some pretty cool things in an academy setting. Um, but other than that, my boys, I don't really have anything else for our wonderful audience. Um, other than Zoro's still my favorite. Same. And Luffy's a badass. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't really... Um, yeah, I'm just loving One Piece. So, As you should. It's just so well written, man. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. All right, uh, Blake, what you got? Uh, so might as well kick it off with the uh, announcement uh, for Bleach, you know, because everything always comes back to Bleach. <laughs> uh, um, so this was a part of the uh, Jump Festa event that occurred on Saturday. Um, it was announced uh, through like a new promotional video, and we also got a visual for it, uh, that they will finally be adapting the Thousand Year Blood War arc uh, from Tite Kubo's Bleach. That trailer looks so, good, too. Yeah, we'll finally be getting an actual definitive ending to the series, this time in the anime, which we already had from the manga uh, for a while now. Um, but yeah, no, it looked pretty solid. I guess uh, it will once again be a television anime. Uh, it'll be premiering um, through TV Tokyo and its various associates. And uh, I think the closest date we got was, I think they just said it was like sometime in October of 2022. Yeah. Um, so as far as I know, I believe at least on like the Japanese cast side of things and all the talent behind it, I believe most of the same voice actors will be returning to reprise their roles. Um, they did say that they'd also be having cast members returning um, for voice acting who hadn't originally appeared in the original anime, but they apparently had a role, like a voice role, in one of the uh, Bleach video games, uh, Bleach Brave Souls. I've played that so game. So that will be interesting. I guess maybe we'll get like some sort of like pseudo filler episodes, and maybe they'll just be like one-shot story bits from all these different characters from that particular game. I'm not sure how they're gonna fit them in, but it'll be interesting, I guess. I, I'm not familiar with that one game in particular, so 
Hopefully it's, it, all it does is only add to what we're already getting. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, originally the Thousand Year Blood War arc, uh, it was the final arc of the original manga series. And uh, to explain it in volumes, it basically covered uh, volume 15 all the way to 74, which was the final volume. Um, and ended Ichigo's story. Um, I believe it got a manga adaptation. It was around, or sorry, not um, a television adaptation. Um, I believe that was all the way back in 2004 is when it originally started, from 2004 all the way to 2012, um, and it ran for 366 episodes. That was all the way from the start up to the Fullbringer arc, I believe. And uh, Viz Media was able to get like the home video and television rights to it in 06, and then it premiered that same year, 06, um, on Adult Swim. And uh, they were able to air all the episodes up to the Thousand Year arc, uh, before the Thousand Year arc, um, by 2014. Uh, so yeah, it's 366 been... episodes so far, and until this shows up, in which case I have no idea how many episodes this is going to be. I'm kind of hoping they do the story just maybe a little better, or they try to tweak some things that were done originally in the manga. But uh, at the same time, I feel like maybe I shouldn't hold my breath on that. So, it's been eight years, pretty much, since the anime ended. And it's yeah. been... Uh, sorry, will have been. 2022. Will have been eight yeah. years. And then the manga ended in 2016, so that's six years past the ending of the manga that they are starting the final arc yeah no it's frustrating <laughs> it's uh it's like weird there they hate us it's, it's weird yeah so all that 366 episodes four animation movies anime movies and uh two ovas of which i believe i've only even seen one of them you know, just as far as the anime franchise is concerned and then several video games novels yeah. stage plays and then we got that live action film back in july 2018 which wasn't yeah. terrible it, it was something it, it exists <laughs> but uh yeah so that's a thing now uh october 2022 and then i'm sure at a later date we'll eventually be getting the english dub for that as well and i would imagine for the English dub, it'll probably be mostly a returning staff as well. Um, it depends if it's the same uh, dubbing studio or not. Well, I believe it's a Studio Perot. Well, that's going to be responsible for the animation. Yeah, but I'm like doing the English dub because uh, I don't know who does yeah. the English dub for. Uh... Yeah, it's it's been. A minute. Uh... But yeah, it's basically majority returning staff. I think the only person that changed was their uh, animation director. I believe it's uh, Noriyuki Abe. Considering I don't recognize a lot of these voice actors, I'm going to say that it was not Funimation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want it to be Anaplex, essentially. It was Anaplex, you said? Yeah. Might either be Anaplex or uh, Viz Media. Viz Media. It was in fact Viz Media. 
Yep. Sweet. Uh, contracted Studiopolis to create an English adaptation. Yep. They also did a nice. Naruto. But Funimation does One Piece. Anyway. Huh. Interesting. Again, it'll, it'll, if they are still the ones doing it, which usually that doesn't change um, yeah. most of the time, then yeah, sh- the English cast should be the same. Right. Oh, Patrick Sates? Oh, I love him. Anyway, sorry. They got some solid voice acting talent behind it. Patrick Sates say. voices uh, his dad. <laughs> and he's one of my oh, favorite voice actors. Shin Kurosaki. Yeah, uh, Patrick Sates yeah. voiced um, Endeavor and My Hero, as well as uh, Jiren from Dragon Ball Super. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, he's great. Uh, yeah, no. Also, uh, jumping off of that, uh, so this was another thing from the uh, Jump Festa 2022. Um, this was so that was on Saturday, and then on Sunday they announced that uh, they revealed it was the uh, it's like a new television anime. It's coming from uh, Leiden, or maybe it's Liden uh, Films. Liden. I guess. Yeah, they're behind the current this new Roni Kinchin animation series that we'll be getting. Yeah. Um, w- once again, not a whole lot still about it. Just that it's it's a thing that's being done we don't know when the release date for it's going to be or when they plan on finishing it or at least starting it fully and releasing it weekly or something just that it exists and they're working on it um that's going to be basically another adaptation of nobu i won't say it's nobu hero watsuki yeah okay. uh, it was the original author of the series of Nobuhiro his, yeah Nobuhiro Watsuki yeah and his uh wife who interestingly enough her name I believe it's a uh, Kaoru Kurosaki so she was kind of like a story collaborator with him uh when they originally wrote the original series that's funny and uh I guess I didn't know this, but I guess they uh, kind of continued telling a version of the series that continued on from the original. They called it the, I believe it's the Hokkaido arc. Hokkaido. Yeah. It's a and, region uh, in Japan. And I guess it was uh, an arc that they did back in September of 2017, which I didn't know about, I guess. Like, I only read the... Um, original series from the start to the its original end which I didn't know that they had continued the series onward from that I guess it's currently compiled into six volumes at least uh, that manga continuation um, but I guess uh, Viz Media they're the ones responsible for the publishing of it in English and I guess they ended up going on a hiatus with it in 2017 Okay. Because I guess around the same time as when the original manga went on hiatus. But I want to say before that, they had managed to compile up two. I want to say it was like maybe four or five volumes previously before that. So, yeah, uh, I may have to check that out, actually. 
But, uh, yeah, so, so far we've had a 95-episode original uh, television anime series for Ronin Kenshin. I want to say that was, like, what, back in maybe 2001 or 2003, somewhere in the early 2000s. And um, alongside that, also an anime film, and then uh, three OVAs and five live-action films, as well as a stage musical. And, uh, yeah, actually had some of, I would argue, the best live-action adaptations that no other anime, I think, has ever had, really, that's been as successful and as enjoyed by fans, I feel like. That's fair. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I, to me, it feels like it's probably just going to be a potential, like, remake completely, or maybe even, like, a reboot, where it maybe they for whatever reason do decide to tell the original story you know once again from scratch like from the very start but then this time maybe they add that Hokkaido arc into it as well so it's just like a much crisper nicer like more modern animation added to it and they just kind of tell the original story all the way up to that point and then they include this maybe it's like a time jump or something and they include this Hokkaido arc at the end as like a little something more to give back to the fans which i mean i'm not gonna say no that's fair <laughs> i will always gladly take more of my favorite anime if they announce that they'd be doing a same same season two of <laughs> cowboy bebop the actual animation i'd be like yes please <laughs> give it to me now on a plate yeah i'm always excited with one piece or slime does some extra thing or announces something new I keep seeing this slime toy. I want to. I wish I could. I know what you're talking about. It's like a little like. It's like you can. It's squishy. Like you can touch it and it talks it, back I'll, to you. Yeah, dude. I've been wanting to get that for you, Speedy. But this, it would take forever to get here. <laughs> I was wanting to get that for you for Christmas, but um, and it's not very expensive. It just takes forever to get here. But it's so cute, dude. And then they got one with Benny sitting on top of him. That's cute. Oh my god, yeah. I'll say there's two of them, actually, now that I remember. Yeah. My favorite mini more. Oh, yeah. Dude, that purple frickin' uh, fire stuff he does, dude. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that was it, like a hell flare? Yeah. Health, health yeah. flare. That's, uh, and the crazy thing is, is, like, he's low-key, like, he's not weak, but, like, compared to, like, Remy and who he, that dude be fighting and who he is, like, Benny Maru's not very strong. You know what I'm saying? But he is. He is. Don't get it twisted. My boy busted up. But he's not as strong as our other Benny Mario, I should say. <laughs> Every time I hear the name Benny Mario, I just think of freaking Fire Force. Yeah. I I think of both, like, at the same time. I'll give you a headache? <laughs> no. Makes me happy. <laughs> And then, uh, um, I heard recently, so this was kind of a bit of a bummer, but I don't think it's going to affect them too much, uh, but I guess, um, Dark Horse Comics, they're actually responsible for comics and manga, which I did not know that they actually published any manga. So that was interesting for me to find out, but, uh, I, n I remember originally Dark Horse Comics, at least over here in the U.S., uh, they were responsible for, from what I remember, it was kind of like a lot of, uh, 
they made comic books, but they were, it felt to me at least like most of the time they would normally be like original stories, but they used familiar IPs that people would recognize if they heard it. So like, uh, as like tie-in products to whatever it is, like either a movie or a video game or a television show. So like, um, as an example, I remember they did, it was a comic book series and it was sort of like a, I want to say it was either a prequel or it might've actually been a continuation of the story that was told in John Carpenter's The Thing uh, movie, which is an excellent film. I, As a sci-fi horror, I absolutely love it. Um, but I guess, yeah, they were like, you know what? People are asking for more of The Thing, so why don't we give it to them in comic book form? And then they started doing that. And the same, I guess, also would go for, uh, what, like uh, Aliens vs. Predator? So... I believe that originally started as a comic book, and then they did, I think it was like two different video game versions of that, like one in 2004, and then another in, I want to say it was like 2010, or yeah, 09, 10, or 09, 10, and uh... 09, 010? Yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time, dude. All of the time, like... Oh, 21? Yeah, dude. Uh, I swear I'm so bad at it. It's not wrong. There's just a two in front of it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because they uh, so it started out as like aliens versus predator, and then they started doing comic books storylines, and they were calling them they were like these little event comics, and they were like a five issue long story, and uh, like uh, aliens versus predator war was like a thing, and then they just kind of kept it going, and it's honestly some entertaining stuff i'm not gonna lie they actually did do a pretty decent job there as far as all that goes and they even did like a once like ridley scott's prometheus came out they did like a big event series that was like uh what the hell is it called like something of fire or like fire and ice or something or maybe it was like fire and ash but it was like supposed to be a, a song of fire and ice yeah it's supposed to be like a crossover comic book like mini event that was supposed to like tie in all of the different lore that we've received in all these different movies in the alien and predator universes so it was like alien versus predator versus prometheus or something like that i was like okay that just sounds batshit crazy but i i love the enthusiasm you guys have for this <laughs> creatively speaking yeah, they do kind of like stuff like that, like little tie-ins to certain movie universes that have large fan bases built into them, like the Alien franchise or the Predator franchise or the Alien versus Predator franchise, which I feel like that has a larger fan base than expected, but at the same time, it's still kind of small compared to the other two, just because we only got the two Alien versus Predator movies, and uh, I'm just going to say right now, the first one was a lot better than the second one. The second one was just a total shit show. Less said about the better. But, uh, yeah, so they would kind of do tie-in stuff like that, Alien Franchise, The Thing, and they'd kind of like do like comic book adaptations of stuff like that. I, I can't remember if they ever did comic books for like The Strain or something like that. Maybe they did, but yeah. Um, so that's what I remember them for, at least back in like the early 2000s. Um, but yeah, apparently they've actually been doing comics and manga, and recently they were sort of bought out. Uh, they were acquired by uh, the 
some group they call themselves um, Embracer Group. I guess they're headquartered um, out of Karlstad, Sweden. And they are currently a parent company of several businesses. They're responsible for publishing and developing like PCs, uh, mobile and console games for the global market. Um, apparently they own like over 250 different franchises. And I didn't know this, but apparently some of their, I guess you could call them their operative groups. Um, this includes like a Coffee Stain, uh, Cock Media, Amplifier Game Invest, uh, Saber Interactive, Gearbox Entertainment, Easy Brain, Decca Games, and uh, THQ Nordic as apparently under their banner, which I did not know because they have been on a roll lately releasing all these different video game remasters lately like uh, Spongebob Squarepants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, <laughs> which... I, I'm gonna say right now I already have the platinum trophy oh my for God. that. Yeah. I remember that uh, game. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> You'd launch a bubble missile and he'd be like, SpongeBob to go, we're launched to go. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow, it's been so long. I do it's remember great, that though. Yeah, it's a great game for nostalgia. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, apparently they released like all these uh, like sort of digital and physical copies of these uh, like remasters of these classic games and honestly you know I'd, people aren't complaining it seems like they have a good idea of what kind of games we'd like to see come back like Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse uh, Destroy All Humans that recently came out not too long ago um, so like that's all been THQ Nordic so oh kind of excited to see what they do with that um but yeah as far as dark dark horse goes i'm a little slightly more worried because i have no idea where they're gonna take it um apparently they said their goal was to strengthen their uh add expertise in content development and their transmedia capabilities as well as their comic publishing and their television and film production to somehow improve all of that through their uh, acquisition of Dark Horse. Dark Horse themselves being in control of or owning over some 300 different intellectual properties themselves. And, uh, yeah, apparently they, from what we can tell, it's, so the operative groups that I mentioned before, I guess Dark Horse will end up becoming their 10th operative group so far. And basically what's happening is, so they're acquiring 80% of Dark Horse's shares from, uh, I guess, a seller that's from Hong Kong. And then the remaining 20% from the CEO, Mike Richardson. Um, Dark Horse was originally created back in 1986 um, comics. Uh, it was founded by Mike Richardson during that time and it was supposed to be like a sort of offshoot from another uh, store chain of comics of his that was referred to as a things from another world and they actually published their first manga back in 1987 and it was actually a kaiju manga and it was called uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters so yeah basically 
from what we can tell is that most of the staff for Dark Horse will be staying on board. They'll be keeping the existing management there, um, and they're going to stay within the company. And basically the full transition is supposed to be completed by early 2022. Um, they don't really plan on restructuring at all. So eh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Hopefully they don't get rid of the name Dark Horse after this purchase because you know they've been around for what feels like years honestly like even by my standards from what i remember of them i doubt they child. would because every once in a while they'd kind of release something and i'd be like oh man dark uh, dark horse nailed it once again they made the thing i was looking for like a continuation <laughs> of a story of a franchise that i really liked or something so they've kind of always been there uh since I've been around at least so hopefully they only improve with this purchase and it doesn't really affect them in any negative way but uh, yeah I think because of this it's going to prevent them from being more of an independent group because for the I believe for the longest time that's what they were they were an independent uh, publishing company so fingers crossed but, uh, All right. yeah, outside of that, the only thing I really have left is, uh, it's a new Gundam movie, although I'm not sure you could say the, uh, material that it's based off of, and that's adapting is technically new all that much, since it's really just an adaptation of the 15th episode of the original Gundam series. Um, but it was unveiled on, uh, the current website by Sunrise, who's responsible for the franchise, um, their Gundam.info site, they unveiled a new visual and a pseudo-release date for it um, for summer 2022. Um, it's The new movie is going to be referred to as Mobile Suit Gundam Kukuru's Doan's Island. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was actually announced on Tuesday, I believe. Um, but yeah, so there's currently like a teaser trailer for it. Um, it just kind of reveals more of the staff behind the project. Um, I do like the visual though. I think the artwork for that is just absolutely gorgeous. If you can, if you're able to find it or see it wherever you're at, it just uh, top tier. Um, but yeah, basically the tagline on the uh, the visual or the um, the poster says. Uh, it's, it's all in Japanese, but apparently what I'm told is what it reads and translates to is uh, Gundam Rises once more. So, yeah, I'm uh, excited. Um, all right. From what I can tell, it's the talent behind it. You know, I'm not worried at all, really. Um, it... The film is being described, like I said before, as a retelling of the 15th episode of the original Gundam series. Um, the television anime, specifically. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I guess the episode itself has usually been omitted from English releases of the series, which that kind of pisses me off. Because I care about uh, home media releases and archiving this stuff, especially in Blu-ray or even 4K, if that's an option. Um, but yeah, now that's frustrating because 
when you release a series but it's incomplete because of a certain detail or the fact that you've omitted actual episodes from the story so now you're not even seeing the actual story in order from start to finish that just drives me up a freaking wall that's fair i wouldn't want that um so that's extremely frustrating i don't know why the hell they keep doing that it's like oh it's too violent for the u.s oh please we're freaking responsible for the damn Saw movie franchises. I promise you, whatever you think you have, it's not as bad as that. I don't know, Jap- so. Japan has some pretty dark stuff. I know, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> well, they did have, it was, what was it? It was like this live action movie that actually kind of had me almost like puking into a bucket just because of some of the brutal stuff that was in it. Like, uh, I want to say it was called like Gore Police or something like that, but basically, in a nutshell, what happened was certain people had modified various parts of their bodies with weapons. So, like, someone who had replaced their eyes with these, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, barrels for guns. Sounds like a One Piece character. In place of their eyes, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is... (laughs) Not my cup of tea. (laughs) All right. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I guess the story for the island whole thing, I guess they actually did, it was kind of like a manga version of the story that was released in a magazine, uh, Kadokawa's Gundam Ace magazine, I guess, from like May of 2016 all the way up until May of 2019 when it ended, and it had a total of like five volumes. Um... Yeah, I guess in that sense, that manga it was supposed to be a spin-off of the original mobile suit, uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam, the Origin manga, and so it was just a, supposed to be a spin-off of that. And from the artwork on the poster that I'm seeing here, it, it does kind of have a similar vibe to some of the artwork on the home media releases for some of the um, Mobile Suit Gundam, the Origin series, which I think was like a group of like six different... I believe it was like six different, basically just anime films that were compiled into this very short series that I think was supposed to be like a modern retelling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam series. And before that, it had just been like a three-film series as a way of compiling the story from the original Gundam series before this. So it'll be uh, interesting, to say the least. All right. Um yeah. Uh, as far as I understand in a nutshell, just kind of the gist of it is in the episode that's based off of the 15th episode, uh, the title character, they're a Xeon pilot, and they abandon their post after refusing an order. So that's just kind of the general background for that. Typical. So uh, here's hoping it actually ends up being really damn solid. Um like I said before, with the, the uh, Origin series, it was like a 13-episode television series that had been compiled into like several different, I think it was like six different home media releases, so it was like a couple episodes apiece. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're getting this on top of that, which is nice. Um, summer 2022. Uh, so be on the lookout for that if you're in Japan or anywhere in Asia, really, and they are releasing it in your area, <laughs> go check it out. 
Uh, I'm not sure when we'll be getting in the States, but uh, I am eagerly waiting. Eventually. We get it oh, eventually, yeah. always. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really all I got. Alright. Well, <clears throat> so what I have uh, pretty much all comes from uh, Jump Festa. Um, the first thing is the Dragon Ball Super movie called Superhero. Uh, yep. The second trailer came out, and this trailer was definitely more informative. Um, the first of all, before I talk about the summary that has been wonderfully given to me in English, um, the animation for this is almost like a video games cutscene. Like Dragon Ball, bad. it depends who you are. I really okay. like it. A lot of people really like it. Some people don't. I personally right. like it. I can link it into our uh, wonderful Discord chat if you'd like to look at it. Um, but uh, it it really does like. Xenoverse or Raging Blast or something. It, it really looks really nice. It's really fluid. I really like it. Um, it's a really interesting take for a movie. Um, Gohan fans will be very happy because he seems to be pretty prominent in this movie. Um, I'm going to read this summary real quick. The Red Ribbon Army, an evil organization that was once destroyed by Goku in the past, has been succeeded by a group of people who have created new and even mightier androids than ever, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. They call themselves superheroes and begin to attack Piccolo, Gohan, and others. What is the true purpose of the new Red Ribbon Army? With danger looming around the world, now is the time to wake up. Awaken, superhero! Two exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, you should definitely watch the trailer if you haven't yet. It's official trailer 2. Um, and if you are a Gohan fan, maybe you'll appreciate it. Maybe they'll give you guys something that you've always wanted. Yeah, Goku needs a little redemption. <laughs> um, so More it, than just a little. It, it should yeah, be okay. it should be good. Uh, I thought the trailer was uh, really interesting. The Android thing—it always goes back to androids, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, see, that's, I don't know if that's like an idea that was like born out of like the 80s or the 90s anime scene because it seems to me like a lot of the more like old school hyper violent like uh, cyberpunk ish stuff from that era like 87 to 89 all the way up into the 90s they like continue to mess around with like the more darker edgier mature anime and it always seemed like they always in their stories included a lot of characters that were either psychics like they were either telekinetic or had some kind of telekinetic abilities so either like pyrokinesis or actual telekinesis and if they weren't psychics or telekinetics they were killer evil cyborgs i was like why why is it always psychics or evil cyborgs why? <laughs> like That's every fair. single time. The Dragon Ball likes to go back to the Android stuff. It seems. Um, 
But I mean, it's fine. I'm not mad. I, don't well, I mean, people mean, love the Android Saga anyway. Very repetitive. Like I liked how they were able to do new stuff and tell different stories. This definitely them, seems new. It was such a recurring pattern, especially back then. A big difference here is that it's not Doctor Zero this time. By that. I mean, it's probably inspired by Doctor Zero, given that he's the one who created the entrance in the first place. But Doctor Zero was yeah, not like his a, a part kid of it or something. I don't know. Probably just a different scientist. I don't remember mm. if it said anything in the trailer, but Gamma One and Gamma Two are interesting names. Gamma is a Greek letter. If you don't know that, it's the third Greek letter, I believe. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah, Dragon Ball Alpha Super Beta Gamma Superhero. Yeah. Um. It releases in Japan, April twenty second next year. Oh. So not too far, and then the U.S. will get it sometime after that, more than likely. Probably in theaters, since it's Dragon Ball. Probably in April 2023. <laughs> I don't know. Broly came out, like, a month-ish later. Oh, damn. Yeah, uh, I think it was in December yeah. in Japan, and it came out in January in America. Finally. Um Next, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero had another trailer. It was trailer two. Uh, we have a summary here. It comes out uh, two days 24th. from this recording. Oh, shit. Christmas is this weekend, everybody. Um, anyway, uh, the summary for this is Yuta Okotsu is a nervous high school student who is suffering from a serious problem. His childhood friend Rika has turned into a curse and won't leave him alone. Since Rika is no ordinary curse, his plight is noticed by Satoru Gojo, a teacher at Jujutsu High, a school where fledgling exorcists learn how to combat curses. Gojo convinces Yuta to enroll, but can he learn enough in time to confront the curse that haunts him? Ooh. Anyway. Uh, Sounds scary. <laughs> so, I mean, Yuta has always been the cover for this movie, so I figured he was going to be like the main person. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm, it'll probably be in theaters sometime next year in America, I assume. At the very least, released some, some way. So there's that. Um, and then <clears throat> next, I have My Hero Academia. Uh, season six was announced with the trailer, and this is going oh, to yeah. be the, uh, war arc actually Fall 2022 yep um so this will be great i the manga was amazing this is like the best arc so far in my opinion in the manga so is it true what i heard that they huh? plan on ending the actual series within the next year that i have a thing about actually. that actually okay uh, uh yeah but uh season six there's a trailer for it comes out next fall be prepared it's the war arc it'll be great um, speaking of what Blake said, that was my next point actually. Horikosho had a statement at Jump Festa, and this is, is what he said. If things progress smoothly, the original My Hero Academia manga will reach its goal, for instance, in just about a year. So oh, essentially, man. he plans mm -hmm. for My Hero Academia to reach its end by well, within a year. Pro probably by the end of next year. But things going smoothly for a manga release is not often does not often happen 
so it'll probably be 23, but that's about how much is left for you to get an idea. It's almost over. Well, they said, what, the manga entered the final arc yeah. for Act in March? Yeah, a while ago. Um, so, he, he plans to have it go smoothly and be done by the end of next year. Um, if not, it'll be over early 2023, so it's really not much time. Um, but yeah, my Hero Academia will be over soon. It's wild to think about. Speaking of wild, the manga finally in, uh, introduced who the traitor was. That was wild. Oh yeah, that's right. Not going to say anything else about it, but that Sadly, was... I already know who the traitor is. <laughs> well... I'm not going to say it on this podcast in case other people don't, especially yep, yep. anime watchers. I swear to God, if it's Bakugo, I'm killing myself. I'm not going to say who it is or give you any inclination on who it might be. Blake, is it Bakugo? No. Thank God. Blake, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, twist, it's Deku. <laughs> it's actually Deku. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> twist, it was all might. <laughs> anyway, um, last thing I have <coughs> is uh, Goda uh, had a message at Jump Festa 2022, <clears throat> which I will read in English, and uh, it's amazing. So here it is. To everyone attending Jump Festa, as well as those watching online, hello, this is baseball player Shohei Odotani, Mitsuryo, hey. dual wielder of stiff shoulders and back pain. Now then, this year, we had the party that was chapter 1000 of the manga, the party that was volume 100, and the party that was episode 1000 of the anime. This really was a year of non-stop party party. There were a lot of projects. Did you enjoy participating? There were a few announcements, too. The cast of the Hollywood One Piece live-action adaptation was announced. They're perfect, aren't they? Those five are really amazing. Even now, the production is still proceeding slowly and carefully. Which, by the way, I believe they're on set now. I'm saying to you. Because I think I saw a video about it. Anyway. Cool. Uh, and then there's Film Red. An unknown girl. Shanks. Luffy. Speaking of Shanks, the truth is that he's still a character of many mysteries. What's his relationship with the girl? Will he meet Luffy? This is the first time Shanks has properly appeared in a movie, after all. Oh, he will appear. They tried to stop me from announcing anything, but I went and said it, so I win. He's the writer, he can do what he wants. Yeah. For, furthermore, next year is actually the 25th anniversary of the manga. The staff members are still planning a variety of things, so please look forward to them. Regarding the main story, I'm surprised that the Wado country is still not over. Anyway, Luffy, please pay attention to the main character. I hope it can draw it well. Also, I've always wanted to draw the last scene of the Wado Country. Ah, basically I'm super excited for One Piece next year. I hope you keep rooting for One Piece. That's dope. Shohei Otani was there? No, he was calling himself that. Oh. Shohei's a freaking baller, <laughs> bro. Do you know who Shohei Otani is? I'm assuming he's a baseball uh, he is player. The, yeah, he was like one of the... Like, he just broke... He... Dude... <laughs> the dude is a freak. He's a pitcher with just as many home runs. Like, uh, like normally pitchers are like the worst batters on the team. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and they bat last whenever Shohei 
is literally the best, like one of the best hitters and best pitchers in the MLB. Like the dude literally goes up and pitches no hitters and then will literally crank home runs on your face like it's nobody's business. And he's like straight from Japan. Like the dude's a savage. Nice. Then uh, Rui Hachimura, he plays in the NBA. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Watanabe. Uh, he plays in the NBA as well. Straight. Rui Hachimura and Watanabe played for Japan's national team in the Olympics, as cool as that is. That is cool. But yeah, dude, Shohei's a badass. Yeah, he, uh... Oda introduced himself as that and called himself Nitoryu <laughs> Dual... Nitoryu is like... It's kind of like, uh... Zoro's Santoryu, which is three-sword style. Mm-hmm. So he said Nitoryu because he's a dual wielder of stiff shoulders and back pain because it's Oda. He's a. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, he he makes a lot of jokes. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this was a statement. Uh, he did chapter one thousand, volume one hundred, and episode one thousand all happened in twenty twenty one. Wild how that how that lined up properly. Right. Um, I am excited for film red, as it is about shakes, and he is going to be in the movie. As stated here by. As, I'm going to lose my shit. He, it doesn't seem like... It seems like it's going to be a big focus, is Shanks. We'll see. I think the last time I saw Shanks, Mihawk pulled up on him. And I next time you see Shanks, he'll be on the screen for like 15 minutes, and then you'll see him again 400 episodes later for like 5 seconds. God. <laughs> Look, I have been burned And then uh, like 100 episodes after that for like 5 more seconds. I That's all you get. Sit, I had to sit through Naruto Shippuden Bonds the movie, where they advertised <laughs> it as being this big Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah, and it was like for fighting each other, and Sasuke the end shows up at the tail end for maybe ten minutes. Yeah, he was barely in it. It was like, was like Naruto is in the middle of fighting the bat, the end villain, and then Sasuke shows up. They fight for a little bit. They do a dual attack, and then Sasuke's gone. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, but they made up for it on that Momoshiki fight in Boruto. <laughs> that fight is so gangster. That's fair. Honestly, um, both of them. I did want to mention. Really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next year is the 25th anniversary of One Piece. Uh, it was in '97 when the manga was serialized. Uh, so 22 will be 25 years. That's awesome. But I also wanted to say. He's basically saying that Wano might end next year. Probably will end next year. Is Wano like a whole arc? Wano is a whole... It is the longest arc in One Piece. Because, like, I'm on my Crunchyroll right now. And, like... They're... Uh, and they go through... Like, East Blue is only 60 episodes. Alabasta looks like it was about 70... Um, so in terms of, I, I, I can't give like, you episode lengths exactly, but um, in terms of chapters, uh, arc called Dressrosa, which is in the time after the time skip, um, was 102 chapters, and it was the longest in One Piece. Wano surpassed it a little bit ago, and is still going. Wait. Dress Rosa is how long? 102 chapters. 102 chapters. And it is the only arc, I think, that's chapters is, lo- is longer than the anime. The anime is a few, few
few episodes lower than that, but it's about a hundred. So, um, that's crazy, dude. Oh my gosh. So Wano started chapter 909. And chapter 1035 uh, Wano Kuni was this. 892 to current is what Crunchyroll yep. says. Yeah. Maybe some filler in there. Does that count there. Reverie or not? Uh, Reverie is right behind it at 879 okay. to 891. I didn't know if that, like, just was in the front of it, because, like, Jaya is in front of Skypea, but Jaya and Skypea are connected. Uh, Reverie and Wano are not. By the way, Kuni and Wano Kuni. Kuni just means country, so it's Wano country. Okay. Anyway, a chapter 1035 came out last Saturday, so... It's <clears throat> crazy, they're already 35 deep yeah, in the... Yeah, it's 127 chapters right now. That's crazy. And it's still going. It's a very long. He's separated it so far into three arcs. Three acts, I mean. There's act one, act two, and act three so far. People thought they were going to be five acts. I don't know. We'll see. Act three has gone on for like 60 Which chapters. Which place is considered the land of the samurai? Yes. Wano is the land of the samurai. Wano is, is basically that... Japan. I saw quick picture like, like not a quick picture it was just like a pic of like luffy uh nami and zoro but zoro had like the traditional like samurai flop on it or samurai uh bun on his head you know what i'm saying is that yeah. like real or did somebody make that samurai oh that the hairstyle yeah on top yeah it's real it's real they all That's dress so cool, dude. I they all dress up like, like edo period That's so Japan. dope. oh it's edo i thought it was edo it's edo pronounced Edo. Okay. It's just Good to joke. know. Good to know. Um, That's yeah. so dope. Yeah, it is. Kiss, soda. Kiss him right in the cheek. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Okay. So, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was the last thing I had to say. Have you guys not seen that on TikTok? I have not. Yeah. He's The dude walks up to this guy, walks up to this bum in New York, and he said, what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? And the guy just stops him. Oh, goes, yeah, yeah. What's up, baby? Take me to dinner! I have. <laughs> oh, did what do you, you... What's up? Did you guys hear about uh, the uh, two Naruto light novels that are getting manga animations? I have. Yes, I have no. them. In 2022? Yeah, it's so, the Sasuke one. It was, yeah, there's... It's and the, the Leaf Village one. one. And, yeah, something, yeah, it's like Naruto... I forget Konohana, exactly which ones. But, it's uh... it's basically like... I guess it follows Guy, Kakashi, and uh, Mirai, cool. the daughter of Asuma and Kurenai. That's cool. It takes place at a hot spring. <laughs> oh god. She's gonna kick their ass. That, that setup sounds so wrong. Wait! <laughs> Wasn't that, that in Boruto? That was in Boruto. Yeah. That happened in Boruto already. Are you sure it's ah. that one? The Sasuke yeah, one that's what it's, that's, has not happened. That's one of them. And then, yeah, there's the Sasuke one, which... Uh, apparently, the novel is supposed to tie together Naruto and Boruto in a set between the final chapter of the original Naruto manga and the Naruto the Seventh Hokage and the Scarlet Spring spin-off manga. So, the Sasuke Retsuden... Um... Isn't there, like, a light novel about Itachi? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, I have... I have it actually. Uh, What's it called? Um, Daylight. It's two two novels. 
Daylight and Midnight. That's so cool. And it's basically his life. Uh, So the Sasuke uh, Retsuden is uh, about a new mission for both Sasuke and Sakura. It takes place in between Shippuden and Boruto. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it's supposed to give details about their like relationship and stuff, and how it came to be. I'm assuming. I have not read it. The Uchiha and the Heavenly Stardust. Yeah. So apparently, Viz Media is going to release these Ritsuden novels, including the Sasuke one. Uh, it's a, into it's a, these uh, versions. The uh, Japan has a bunch of Naruto uh, volumes that have not been. Distributed to America, most countries that really. Is, once again, beyond frustrating, considering the fan bases. Learn Japanese. Hey, after what we did to them in World War Two, I feel like they can do what they want to. <laughs> they gave us anime. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all I have. Oh, you had something else. Season three. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Doctor Stone season three. Yeah, uh, for all you Dr. Stone fans, yeah, uh, we got a season three on the way. Uh, it's expected to premiere sometime in 2023. And then we're also getting a special about... Re- is it Ryusui? It's like R-Y-U-S-U-I. Yeah, okay. Ryusui. So... They were a new character that was introduced in season two, and I guess they're getting their own special yeah. time in summer of 2022. She's a badass, dude. She's right. the um, she's the uh, like the fighter of the village, Ryu. Sweet. I'm pretty sure, right? I believe the little blonde girl. Uh, yeah, with like a. That's the sister of the princess or whatever. It's like a pirate esque like hat sort of. Um, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, yeah, I think you're thinking of Kohaku. Uh, Ryusui, oh, yeah, Kohaku. Kohaku, yeah. Uh, Ryusui Nanami, um, first of all, is a male character. Um, but. Oh. Yeah, he's sails, navigates, and stuff. Anyway. How do you spell his name? R Y U S U I. He shares a birthday with Zoro. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. But I don't like the way he's holding his two fingers like that. <laughs> uh, do either of you have anything else? Um, no, that's all I had. Alright, so that concludes this news episode. Uh, next week, hopefully we will be able to do it next week, but next week um, we'll be... Oh. Uh, next week will be uh, a special episode talking about Naruto. Um, it's basically just a big old discussion about things about Naruto, different things that the three of us want to talk about or discuss or say or highlight, talk about that they love, talk about that we don't like, yada yada, a bunch of different Naruto stuff to end the year. And geek out, and it's just going to be, ha, yeah. Uh, Do you remember that little theory I sent you the other day and you said uh, Mishimoto's not that deep? Do you think Oda would be that deep? Oda is so interwoven you have no idea. Yeah. 
Okay, you bet. will you will learn something in episode like two hundred, and then episode like six fifty, it'll be like, wait a minute, about like him personally, just like his stories, his things so in his cool. story. He That's just so weaves things together very well, and it's very good Whereas, at foreshadowing. Where that was probably like a fan made theory, probably. Maybe. Cool. We'll talk about it next week, though. All right. Uh, so thanks for listening once again. You can we find us on time. Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Verbal, anywhere you can find a podcast, search Anime News and Reviews. So thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you